Hello and welcome to the Special Needs Parenting SOS podcast. My name is Nadia Tari and I'm a mom of four with my youngest two kids having special needs. I wanted to create a podcast where other parents who have a child with special needs could come to get some tips, suggestions, and encouragement. All right, now in today's podcast episode, I want to share something that I learned about a year ago, and it is called the 5 by 5 rule. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of it, but when I first learned of this rule, I was like, oh my goodness, <laughs> wow, I really wish that I had learned it earlier. So I definitely want to cover that with you here today. So the 5 by 5 rule is... If it's not really going to matter in five years, then don't spend more than five minutes being upset about it. And I know, I know, it can be extremely challenging at times, you know, when you're, you're really upset because someone has been really rude or something super stressful has happened. Um, I know, I know this firsthand, but... When you really stop and think, okay, wait, I know right now in this moment, I'm feeling pretty heated (laughs) or she was so rude. You know, I was even sharing right here in this podcast. um, I think it was like two weeks ago uh, that I shared a story about how upset I was that the uh, school bus driver was refusing to lower the ramp to allow my son Isaiah to get onto the school bus. And I tell you what, I was not thinking of the five by five rule in that moment. I was really upset. Like how rude, you know, she would not lower the ramp. And um, like I said, in that episode, it was cold, it was raining. And I had just never experienced that in my life. Um, So looking back, I wish I had (laughs) thought of this five by five rule. um, But in the moment, I just wasn't thinking of it at all. But if we could get in the habit of in those moments when you have been wronged or someone has wronged your child or it's something that has really hurt your feelings or upset you, if we could just step back and go, okay, let me just think about this for one second. Is this going to matter five years from now? If it's not, then considering that it basically is in your best interest to let it go and move on. Um, Now, going back to the situation with Isaiah and her refusing to lower the ramp and let him get on the school bus, that actually is something (laughs) that would matter five years from now. So I guess that's not the best example because that is something that still would have um, been an issue five years, you know, if I thought of it five years down the road, but there are certain things like someone pulling out in front of us, cutting us off in traffic or, um, you know, just slightly smaller scale things that are still rude or disrespectful that really get us upset in the moment. But in reality, we probably aren't going to even remember that it happened in five years. So, So anyway, it can be extremely challenging at times to get all upset about something in the moment, especially when someone is being really rude or disrespectful. But the truth is, it does more damage to us 
to stay upset or angry about something than to just let it go. And I know saying let it go is so much easier said than done. I get it. But do we really want to give that other person or people the power to ruin our day? I mean, I know I don't. I have let other people ruin my day. Shoot, I've let them ruin my whole week um, more than once. I am not proud to say that, but it is the truth. And I would like to spare that from happening to you. So if we can get um, this concept down, then it can potentially help us to not let other people uh, ruin our day or ruin our week or or ruin our, um, maybe it's not a whole week, but maybe you've had three days that have been ruined because of, you know, something that you were really upset about that someone said or someone did that was hurtful or rude or disrespectful. So chances are high that the person who upset you, either they didn't really mean to upset you, like you know, they spoke without thinking, or more likely, they have issues and they are having difficulty dealing with their issues and they're just lashing out because they don't know how to cope. So it's not even really you or anything that, you know, they're saying that you did or that you said so many times um, when someone tries to point the finger or be mean or be rude and say something nasty about you, it's really honestly not even you that often. Uh, the people who are saying the rude and disrespectful things, um, like I'm thinking, I don't know the actual facts here, but I'm thinking it's probably 90 something percent that they are going through something. They don't know how to cope. They don't know how to deal with it. And they're just lashing out at you or lashing out at us. So I hope that helps um, to keep that in mind when it really catches you off guard. You know, like that lady at the school um, not lowering the thing. That really caught me off guard. I was like, what? You can't refuse to lower that. You have to let him on. Like it was just like, what? You know, so the next time that someone catches you really off guard, or even if they don't catch you off guard, you're like, oh my goodness, I don't want to deal with that person. They're all rude. They're always rude. Or no one's always rude. Um, Maybe you're thinking they're rude more than they're not. (laughs) You know, so even when you know you have to deal with someone that you're not looking forward to being around, um, just, just keep that in mind that they may not um, want to talk about all that they're going through, especially if they're not close with you. But you never know when someone has been diagnosed with cancer. You never know, you know, when someone is having to put their parents in a home and that parent doesn't want to go into an old person home. You know, it's like, these are some things that, um, not everybody wants to say, Hey, my dad has dementia and it's really sad that he doesn't even recognize me anymore. You know, these things happen. Um, it's part of life and it's, it's hard to cope with. And so, you know, people aren't always going to open up to us and say, look, I'm dealing with a lot of stress and I don't know how to cope with it. But what they do know how to do 
is they know how to be, you know, to lash out, to be rude, to be disrespectful, not even always that they mean to, but like I said, they're just not able to cope. So, um, I would like to encourage you to consider that even if you don't know what all that other person is going through, give them the benefit of the doubt and think, you know what, maybe they just lashed out at like, like that because they just found out that, you know, their child has cancer. Um, maybe they just lashed out because um, they just realized their spouse is having an affair. Maybe they just lashed out because they just found out some pretty harsh news and they don't even want to be around people or talking to people. So um, anyway, I hope this gives you some ideas of other ways that you can think when people are being really rude and really disrespectful that it's not always you. Matter of fact, it's most of the time, not even you. And I'm not saying we're perfect. Of course, we're not perfect. We all make mistakes. But when someone is being really rude and really disrespectful, um, kind of out of the nor- the normal, you know, because um, not everyone talks really sweet. Some people are just um, kind of snippet and that's their normal. They're not even in a bad mood. That's just kind of how they talk. But I'm talking about the people who who, whether you know them or not, are just being rude and just being disrespectful. Just go ahead and let your mind go to a place of maybe the hurt and the pain that they must be going through because of um, something that they don't feel comfortable talking about, but that they're clearly having a hard time coping with. So I hope that makes sense. Um, And there is a quote from uh, an author unknown, or I don't know the source, but when you, this is the quote, when you can't control what's happening, challenge yourself to control how you respond to what's happening. That's where your power is. And I'm going to read that one more time. When you can't control what's happening, in other words, you can't control that rude person who's going off on you or just said something that's really got you upset. When you can't control what's happening, challenge yourself to control how you respond to what's happening. That's where your power is. So over the past like two years, I have really been diving deep into the power of our thoughts, our brain, our mindset, and I never really realized what a huge difference it can make in not only our life, but also in the lives of other people. It is absolutely true that we cannot control other people. And that can seem really frustrating at times, especially when we really want them to stop doing something or to start doing something or to talk with a nicer tone of voice or to help out more or whatever the issue may be. But when we take full responsibility of our thoughts and our emotions and truly recognize that we have the ability 
to fully control how we feel, it's actually pretty amazing because our thoughts directly dictate the way that we feel. You think a certain thing and it causes an emotion. It causes you to feel happy, feel mad, feel anger, feel joy. You, it, it's, it's not the situation that we are in that causes us to feel a certain way. Um, it is our thoughts about the situation that causes us to feel a certain way. So once you realize, okay, hold up, hold up. It is not what that person just said or did. It is not this whole situation that's happening right here. That is not what's causing me to be upset or angry or sad or anxious. It's my thoughts around it. And guess who controls our thoughts? We do. Yay. We have full control. That's the part that I love is the fact that nobody can actually truly control our thoughts. They can try to control other things around us, but they can't actually control our thoughts. We each control our thoughts. That means the power lies within us. We can choose to change our thoughts. And by changing our thoughts, that will change the way that we feel. So I just, I'm so excited about that concept. I mean, it's true and it's powerful. And I'm just so happy that I learned that. I really want to make sure that I share that. So if you truly want to be mad, fine, be mad. But if you are tired of being mad or you're tired of being sad or you're tired of being frustrated, then just focus on changing your thoughts and you can absolutely put yourself in a calm, even happy state of mind. By changing your thoughts, you change the way you feel. It seems kind of crazy, huh? right? I know, but it's true. And I'm not talking about fake it till you make it, like lying to yourself saying, oh, it's okay, that rude comment that she just said, really didn't bother me. No, 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 no. Don't lie to yourself. Don't be fake and put on a smile when you really don't feel like smiling and try to fake it till you make it. Literally change your thoughts. Don't don't lie to yourself, but change the thoughts. So I'm talking about a true change of your emotion, the way that you feel. So you can go from sky high blood pressure because you're so, so angry all the way down to a nice and healthy 120 over 80 for like blood pressure. So the thing is, the choice is all yours. Isn't that such a wonderful thing? I know I think it is. I see it as one of the biggest blessings that we all have and it's free to boot. So I wish that I had learned this years ago, but you know what? I am so, so grateful that I know it now. And I hope that uh, you will remember this too. Napoleon Hill said, self-discipline begins with the mastery of your thoughts. Uh, 
If you don't control what you think, you can't control what you do. Simply, self-discipline enables you to think first and act afterward. So in conclusion, the next time that you find your blood pressure rising because of something that someone said or did, before you get all hot and bothered, ask yourself, will this still be bothering me in five months or in five years? And if the answer is no, then I would like to encourage you to make the decision to let it go knowing full well that you are doing the right thing. And as an added bonus, you are also setting a great example for your kids or anyone else around you. Because the truth is, we don't even realize just how many people are actually watching us. From work, home, grocery store, bank, you name it. There is always someone who is watching us, even when we don't realize it. So choose carefully next time that you find yourself, you know, getting upset. Choose carefully how you respond and what you think. It's totally up to you how you want to feel. So what do you choose? As always, I would absolutely love to hear from you. And if you are a parent of a child who has special needs, I would love to have you in my private Facebook group. It is a safe environment strictly for parents who have a child with special needs where you can get the encouragement and support from other parents who can relate to what you're going through. The name of my private Facebook group is the same name of this podcast. It is called Special Needs Parenting SOS. I look forward to connecting with you soon.